Welcome to the Sweet Spot, sponsored by Pinch a Penny Pool Patio and Spa. I'm your host, Corey Bradley. Today on this student-athlete interview presented by Greg Wakefield with Edward Jones, I'm joined by a former member of the Dothan Wolves baseball team, newly Troy Trojan. Here with me in the Sweet Spot studio is my guy, right-handed pitcher, Dawson Hamilton. Dawson, man, welcome to the Sweet Spot. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man, I'm glad I could have you on the show. I know you're getting ready for your first semester as a college student. Uh, talk about your summer as you've been getting ready for that transition. Uh, this summer, uh, I've been working uh, at KFH, but yeah. uh, just keeping up with workouts and uh, getting back into throwing. I didn't play this summer. Uh, it was best for me to just take some time off mm-hmm. and uh, just get ready to go at Troy. But I've definitely been keeping up with the summer workout program they sent me and the throwing program for sure. So what about uh, like getting ready to leave home for the first time, man, leaving a family? How, how are your parents holding up, man, with you getting ready to go off to college? They're good. Well, a little bit nervous, <laughs> but <laughs> they, uh, I think they're just as excited as I am. I think uh, still having Evan, my little brother at the mm-hmm. house, is still uh, a plus. They still got somebody to have with them, but I'm excited, and yeah. I know they are too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, uh, you know, it's nothing like that oldest that goes off, man. I, oh, know, yeah. I know your mom, Heidi, your dad, Nate, I'm sure they're they're having some some bittersweet moments. They're excited for you, <laughs> for but, sure, you know, sure. they're going to miss having their oldest, their firstborn, you know, to go off to, to school, man. So I know for it's, sure. it's going to be a challenge for everybody, <laughs> but everybody will be good, I know. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I think uh, just not having me around will be a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, like the house is empty a yeah, little bit, yeah. but uh, – I'm excited, and I know they are too. But like I said, having Evan still is yeah. is a plus for sure. But when he goes, they'll <laughs> be by themselves. They'll be uh, they won't have any idea what to do. <laughs> so man, you know this podcast is called the Sweet Spot. Uh, what's your sweet spot moment when you're on the mound? Like that that feeling that's better than any other when you're pitching. What's your sweet spot moment? Got to be strike three for a curveball. Yeah. Looking like we make a hitter buckle. Yeah. His knees shake a little bit. It's just like, mm. like that's it right there. Same. I always crack a smile too. Yeah. Not meaning like to be disrespectful, but it's just yeah. like, like that's where it's at right there. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah, man. I can imagine. Like I, I didn't pitch much. Like I, you know, first base outfield was my thing. But when you do, like when I'm watching ball myself, and you see, like you oh, said yeah. that. That hitter that just, you know, buckled, knees buckled, they or he just a dodged bit, a little bit, yeah, like, like it's going to hit him. Uh, yeah, that's one of, I can imagine that's definitely one of the better feelings as a pitcher, you know, when you're competing on the mound. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And I think just being on the mound in general is my sweet spot, so to speak. I mean, it's just it's just like my home yeah. on the field pretty much. Yeah. So. How long have you been pitching? Oh, goodness. Uh, since my eighth grade year mm-hmm. is when I really started, uh, like, taking it serious and, like, I can – I can succeed in this pretty well. Yeah. When I got to high school is when I always say that kind of took the bat out of my hand a little bit, mm-hmm. kind of turned me to a PO, but definitely my eighth grade years when I was like, this is what I like to do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, man, when I played, you know, my favorite player and he's my favorite athlete ever is Ken Griffey Jr. Mm-hmm. And I mean, my lock screen is a picture of Ken Griffey Jr. Really? You know, another guy I looked up to was Juan Pierre. He was mm-hmm. center fielder for the Marlins in 03. I'm a Marlins fan. Those guys are left-handed. I'm left-handed, so I think that's where that connection for me to them right. was. You know, that guys that they kind of look like me, man. They they're same similar skill set. I mean, I, nothing like Junior <laughs> Junior. I was more like a one Pierre type hitter. Yeah, like yeah. I was hit for average, you know, and, and could run. But uh, man, for you, man, who are some guys that you look up to when you're pitching? Who are some guys you like to study? 
Well, my first ever favorite baseball player was Carl Crawford. Yeah. I'm not sure if you remember him. Lefty too, man. Man, his stance. I just used to fall in love with his play. But uh, other than him, uh, I love Brady Singer from Florida. Yeah. But he got drafted in the first round uh, three years ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. Four. Mm -hmm. 2018, yep. And he uh, he's with the Royals now. But I always loved watching him pitch. And Alex Fiedo, uh -huh. another one of those guys who went to Florida. Yeah. But I think for somebody who's been in the league, probably uh, like Max Scherzer. I yeah. love watching him pitch, for sure. What do you like to take away from Scherzer when you're watching him? Is there anything that you about his game that you're like, man, let me try to implement that into my I think just game how locked personally. in he is yeah. and how competitive he is. Like when he's like when he's really in the moment, like he's the dude who I want on the mound. Mm -hmm. You know, he uh, I think just his competitive edge is just something I look at and like, wow, like that's 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 dope. Man, we were talking about this off the air, but the Dodgers acquiring him was man. It's not. It's like like it's like a video game type <laughs> roster that they acquired. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not even fair. So yeah, Max Scherzer, man, he's he could be that difference maker for the Dodgers uh, with the injuries that they've had to you know battle mm -hmm. pitching wise and hitting. But Max Scherzer is like 37 years old, but he he pitches like he's 27. He does man. his thing every single night. He it's, doesn't miss a beat, man. Yeah. Yeah, Serge is special, man. Now, uh, when I played, it was 23. That was my number. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, David Justice was really the reason. He was another left-handed guy, mm -hmm. and played for the Braves in the 90s. And we know Michael Jordan, 23. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. most popular number in any sport, right? But, man, you've worn 13 for several years. Oh, yeah. What is it about 13 that uh, – that stood out to you. Why is that important to you? Uh, I got it from Carl Crawford. Yeah, actually, I know. I with the Rays. Uh, <laughs> being a Rays fan growing up, he was my favorite player. So that's really where 13 came from. Yeah. Just like, that's my number. Came from him. So, And I, I've always tried to stick with it. But my first year on varsity, I got 44. Yeah, I saw that. And so that's my close second for sure. Yeah. 40, 44 is definitely a close second. Did you choose 44? I did. Okay, I did. why why 44? Uh, I don't know. It was kind of all they had left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't get the first option of a jersey number, so 44 was one of the few numbers left, and so I was just like, let's do it. Yeah, man, I've seen several pictures of you. Like, I knew you were 44. I've seen you were 13 going back mm -hmm. to your younger years. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wonder why 13? Let me make sure I ask him about 13. So when you mentioned that Carl Crawford was your guy, I, I, it didn't click. It clicked. Yep. It had to be Carl Crawford. So, uh, yeah, Carl Crawford. How did you feel when he played with the the Red Sox, though, man? I mean, that had to burn a little it, bit. It when, was weird. Yeah. Uh, and he at the later part of his career, he played with a couple of different teams, uh -huh. Red Sox, and he played with the Dodgers a little yeah. bit. But his prime years in, in uh, Tampa Bay was just yeah. – those were my years with him. But uh, the Red Sox was definitely a little <laughs> <laughs> iffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm joined by right-handed pitcher Dawson Hamilton of the Troy Trojans on this student-athlete interview presented by Greg Wakefield with Edward Jones. Now, Dawson, as a pitcher, man, um, talk about your repertoire. What kind of pitches do you throw? What would you say is your best pitch and maybe one that you worked to improve the most over the last few years? Uh, my favorite pitch and best pitch, I would say, is my breaking ball or curveball. Uh, sometimes it's more of a slider. Sometimes it's more 12-6. just depends on the day. But, like, when I'm really on, I can make it be a slider or 12-6. It okay. just, just depends. And uh, throw a four-seam, a two-seam, and uh, I'm working on my changeup. That's okay. always been my not-so-more-developed pitch. Yeah. But uh, that's definitely something when I get to school I'm looking to add a, a big weapon with my changeup for sure. Was there one out of those pitches that – I mean, I know you say you're still developing your changeup, but was there one that you – I don't know, just it was tough to kind of get a, a great grasp of getting it down and mm -hmm. throwing it how you want it. 
Oh, uh, definitely my changeup for yeah, sure. Yeah. It was to a point, uh, like my freshman and sophomore year, I wouldn't even throw it in a game. Like it was just something I would just throw outside of a game. But then it got to a point where I'd mix in one here and there, you know, O two count, waste one in the dirt mm-hmm. maybe. But I've definitely became more comfortable with it the past two years. And I'm looking to really add it as a, as a weapon for sure this upcoming year. So we know pitching is an art. I mean, there's some guys who just rear back and throw it as hard as they can, but, you know, pitching is an art. I mean, you look at guys back in the day, you know, like Greg Maddox mm-hmm. and Tom Glavin who didn't rely on anything 97 or anything like that. They barely oh, threw yeah. 92, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? But they, they understood that pitching is an art. It's not an exact science. Uh, I mean, it's one thing to have control and mm-hmm. throw it for strikes. It's another level to have command and hit certain quadrants right. of the strike zone with certain pitches. Uh, talk about the maturation of your game and when did you learn, like, okay, now I'm learning how to actual pitch right. to different hitters in every single game. I think once I started getting older, you know, you learn, all right, you don't have to throw a fastball first pitch to every batter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started mixing in breaking ball first pitch, uh, working backwards, breaking ball, breaking ball, fastball. Uh, instead of normal fastball, fastball, breaking ball, fastball up, like it, very basic stuff. But once I started figuring out, like, well, everybody's sitting fastball first pitch, yeah. why not steal one and flip in a mm-hmm. uh, first pitch curveball just to get me over curveball? Uh, but I think working backwards has always been uh, something that's helped me for sure. Uh, and finishing hitters 0-2 or 1-2 when I'm, when I'm ahead in the count, uh, keeping my pitch count down is definitely yeah. something that I always try to – do my best on, but uh, I think working backwards uh, for sure. Now, you mentioned uh, that approach when you're ahead in the count, 0-2, 1-2. You want to go ahead and finish the hitter, like you mentioned, and keep your right. pitch count down. Uh, what's What do you feel like is an, an effective strategy of not allowing that 0-2 count mm-hmm. to go to 2-2 or that 1-2 count to go to a full count? What do you feel like – pitchers need to do to make sure they go ahead and, and finish off a hitter? I just think go at hitters, you yeah, know. Yeah. I think myself and I know a lot of other people try to make it too complicated, try to make uh, like the perfect pitch, uh, whether it's up in the zone trying to get a hitter to chase. But something that I've always done is try to raise their eye level with a fastball up. A competitive pitch, but not something that I expect them to swing at 100% of the time. Yeah, And then flipping a breaking ball to change the eye level a little bit. But I think just going at hitters really yeah. is uh is what I would say. So you know, Dothan High had a really good season this past year, going twenty eight and eleven, making it to the quarterfinals, and you know, several guys from your senior class will be playing college mm-hmm. baseball as well. We know Bauer Sharp is one who could have also, but he'll be oh, quarterbacking for, sure. for, sure. for Southeastern Louisiana University. But with you, Terrell, Jace, Chase, Carter, Matthew, and JP all playing at the next level, man. Uh, tell me what you what was special about this year's team, and then what will you miss most about the Dothan Wolves baseball program? Oh goodness, honestly, I think just being with everybody, just every day with that with that group, that group and myself, we played together shoot like since T ball. We were all at least majority of us like were at Westgate, Doug two, and uh, Eastgate. Played each other every year in All Stars. Always were around each other in sports, but uh. This year's senior class was special, for sure. We uh, we definitely had some talent. And with everybody going to play college, I'm definitely looking forward to keeping up with everybody, yeah. seeing how they do, for sure. But I think just how close we were. But, uh, yeah. 
Pinch a Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa is the introduction sponsor for The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. More than just a full-service pool and supply company, they offer backyard entertainment options like big green eggs, clear light infrared saunas, and patio furniture. Locally owned and operated by Jason and Amy Sharp. Pinch a Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa, 1435 Westgate Parkway in Dothan, or phone 334-671-POOL. Care Animal Center is a local business partner of The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Their goal has always been to assemble a team that is dedicated to providing quality veterinary services for their clients' pets. Care Animal Center offers surgical, dental, medical, and pet wellness programs for that furry member of the family. Their website is careanimal.net. Care Animal Center, 3454 West Main Street in Dothan, 334-794-6333. Attorney Kaz Espy is a proud supporter of The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Kaz has experience in both federal and state courts regarding a wide range of civil matters. Specializing in bankruptcy, debt resolution, probate, and estate planning, Kaz listens to the concerns of his clients, understanding their individual needs. Attorney Kaz Espy, phone 334-793-6288 or online at espymetcalf.com. No representation is made that the quality of legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Ridgecrest Baptist Church proudly supports all local athletics. At Ridgecrest, we have many opportunities for all ages, including children, middle school, high school, and college students. I'm Chase Fault, the student pastor, and I want to invite you to see how your family might fit in at Ridgecrest. Learn more on our website at rbcdothan.org. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than thinking about retirement. But if you think your retirement deserves more attention, I can help. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor Greg Wakefield. Stop by our office at 5630 West Main Street in Dothan. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. So I'm joined by my guy, right-handed pitcher Dawson Hamilton, the former Dothan Wool. Now he will be pitching for the Troy Trojans this upcoming season on this student-athlete interview presented by Greg Wakefield with Edward Jones. So, Dawson, with this segment, man, we're going to do a little trivia, all right? So, all right. um there's going to be two questions, but there's multiple answers to both questions. As long as you get one of the two questions right, I got a surprise for you, man. I got a, a gift card to Barbaritos. I know it's one Love of your spots. For sure. Your dad told me, man. Oh, yeah. So that's what's at stake, a $20 gift card to Barbaritos. That's one of my favorite places. Like When it comes to eating, they get my, my money most oh, yeah. out of oh, all yeah. restaurants, right? <laughs> Barbaritos, number one. I say Olive Garden, two. Uh, public sub is always oh, on yeah. the list. Other than that, I just eat at home. But Barbaritos, I live two miles away from the restaurant. Mm-hmm. I'm there at least three times a week. <laughs> so uh, I'm with you. That's what's at stake, man. As long as you get one of these trivia questions right, that's yours. All right. Let's do it. First question There have been a total of seven no hitters, six recorded, but in my opinion, that seventh. Counts as one, too. So that should probably give you an answer who that is. But can you name four of the seven? Can you name four of the seven guys who have thrown no hitters in the MLB this season? Oh, goodness. <laughs> Ooh. I know uh, – dang, what's his name? He pitched for the Rays uh, a couple years back. Uh, Matt Garza, maybe? Wasn't Garza. Wasn't Garza. Dang, I feel like I'm right on it. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm right so, on it. so there was one guy who doesn't count because he pitched. Well, they don't count it because it was a seven inning game. Do you remember who that guy was? He I, I don't. I feel like that happened this year, though. It did. Okay. These are all this year. These there's been 
Oh, seven this year. This year. Oh, goodness. I thought you were talking about. This, just this year. So, it's been six recorded, but they don't count that seventh because it was a seven in a game and not a nine in a game. Yeah, I'm, I'm not drawing my, drums blank. Nah, my uh, my mind's blank right now. That's right. definitely a that's a good trivia okay, question. Okay, okay. So, so that guy who threw his, in the seventh inning was Madison Baumgartner for the Diamondbacks. They don't count that by officially because it was seven innings, right? And, but in my opinion, that should have been that should have been one. Uh, then you have Spencer Turnbull for the Tigers. He pitched at Alabama. Carlos Rodon for the White Sox. Corey Kluber for the Yankees. John Means for the Orioles, Joe Musgrove for the Padres, and then Wade Miley for the Cincinnati Reds. I should have got the Wade Miley one. Yeah. Definitely should have got that so, one. That was a good question. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I was like, man, this could be a little tough. Yeah. You know, unless you, like, look at it on a regular basis, it would be hard to. So I was like, I'm going to have this next one catered specifically to you. I know that you're a Gators fan. Oh, yeah. You love baseball. Back in 2018, the Florida Gators set a program record by having three guys taken in the first round of the 2018 MLB draft. Who were those three guys selected? I feel like I got this one. Uh, Jonathan India. Yeah. Brady Singer. Yeah. And uh, Jackson Coar. You got it. That's yeah. it, man. I was like, yeah, that- <laughs> I was like, he should know this, man. He is a Gator, you know, diehard fan. So I knew, like, okay, that first one may be a little difficult. Oh, yeah. But the second one, man, you should knock that out. The That's part, right up man. my wheel. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and India's balling. You know, he oh, hasn't yeah. been getting the talk of rookie of the year like he should for the Reds, but he's having an awesome year. And like you said, Singer and Coar, both for the Royals, mm-hmm. uh, you know, them taking – both of those guys in that draft, I felt, was a great stepping stone of rebuilding mm-hmm. their franchise. So, Absolutely. Uh, so that $20 gift card to Barrios is yours, man. That's, Thank you. I yes, appreciate sir. it. That's, that's you, awesome. Man. Thank you. Now, we talked about some of the Gators playing, you know, college ball, playing the next level in MLB. When did it hit you that you would have an opportunity to play college baseball at a high level? At what point in your high school career did you realize, like, man, I got a chance to do this? Uh, I think over the summer of my sophomore year, uh, well, going into my sophomore year, uh, I played with a really good competitive travel ball team, and there's we had some good players. Like, we were one of the better teams in the country. And uh, being around everybody and a lot of people getting college attention and offers here and people committing here, and then the next summer going into my junior year, uh, definitely the same thing. And then my senior year was when I – uh, got in touch with some coaches for schools and ultimately made my decision. But I just think over those three years, being around the people I was with on my team, seeing how good they were and how how much attention they brought in, I think being able to play with them definitely uh, excuse me, uh, shone light or shine light yeah, on yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. on uh, being able to go play in college for who, sure. Who were some of those guys you played with? Uh, a lot of them were. Uh, out-of-state guys. Yeah. I was the only one from Alabama. Okay. But uh, Jackson Bowmeister uh, from Jacksonville, Florida, he uh, he had a chance to get drafted, but he chose to go to Florida State. Uh, Jackson Mayo from Jacksonville as well. Uh, he's going to USF, and the list goes on. Yeah. There's a bunch of bunch of studs that I played with, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, you know, we know you ultimately chose Troy. Uh, what was it about Troy that stood out, and what were some of the other schools that were involved in your recruitment? Uh, honestly, being close to home was definitely, definitely something that that was stood strong with me. But uh, talking to Coach Hancock at the time, who was mm-hmm. the pitching coach when I spoke to to them, uh, I just I just connected with him a little bit, and uh, 
I just could see myself playing there for sure. But you know, we got a new coaching staff, and yeah. I'm excited that yeah. we got a we got a good staff coming in for sure. But uh, other than Troy, uh, I spoke with Mercer. Okay. And that was my that it was between Troy and Mercer for me. And I think the hardest thing to do was call them and let them know, you know, I'm I'm choosing to go play at Troy. Yeah. But Mercer, I will have nothing but good things to say about them. They uh, they got it going on there. Yeah. And yeah, that yeah. was that was my other choice, Troy and Mercer. Yeah, I can imagine it's difficult breaking the news. Like, hey, coach. Oh yeah. You know, he's excited to hear from you. Think you just touching base yep. to kind of say mm-hmm. hey, and it's like hey, uh, you know, I made my decision. Did they kind of back off after that, or were they still mm-hmm. trying to like? They, they just completely they like, hey, we, we respect your commitment. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, you know, go another route. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. Uh, we haven't talked since then, unfortunately. <laughs> but but uh, I always have nothing but good things to say about Mercer for D- sure. Does Troy have Mercer on the schedule at all? Do you know? Not this year, not this year, or not that I know of, okay. at least. Yeah. But that would be kind of cool to to play against them. Yeah, yeah. What about Coach Mead? Uh, have you had a chance to talk to him? Uh, I did. Yeah. I was uh, my orientation at Troy was the first day he was on campus, so I was actually the first player who got to speak to him in person. Okay, and uh, he's he's good, good dude. He yeah. uh, like he's young. I can tell he's more of a player's coach, and he uh, he's about his business. I can tell, and uh, I'm excited to get get going up there. So we know, you know, everyone wants to be good, and some guys are just naturally gifted. They excel at anything they do. But uh, there's a different level of commitment, dedication, mentally, physically, to become great and become even better, you know, than your original Mm -hmm. naturally given talent. What drives you, man? What motivates you to become the best that you can be? Uh, Honestly, just that, being as good as I can be myself. Uh. I think just competing against other people and not really trying to lose. I hate losing so much. Yeah. I, I don't care what we're doing. Yeah. I play my brother in the street yeah. for basketball. Like, <laughs> I don't take it easy on him. I hate losing so much. But, uh, honestly, just, just not losing, really. And uh, being competitive. You know, I'm very competitive. Yeah. So, that's really about it. I'm with you, man. I'm super competitive myself. Like, I always tell the story that – if I'm back home with the family, we playing taboo or something, phase Doesn't ten. I hate losing, like and I uh I carry that loss with it's like, man, I can't remember we lost. You know, I play ball every week with mm-hmm. a, a group of guys at Calvary Baptist Church. Uh when we lose and I'm thinking about like, golly, we should have had that game. How For do we sure. blow that lead? I'm you know? such a sore loser too. Yeah, like yeah. I get so mad. <laughs> it's so childish of me, but in the moment I don't care at all. <laughs> But that, that's how I am for sure. How is Evan? Is uh, when you beat him, uh, is he a sore loser? He kind of like super competitive too. He's ready What's to run approach? it back the minute he loses. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. He's, he's ready to yeah. to uh, play again. It gets to the point where he uh, he tires me out, which of course I don't lose. Yeah. But I'm just like I'm done for the day yeah. <laughs> after winning eight straight games. You know. Man, I remember uh, like my brother is five years younger than me. You know, so if I'm in tenth grade, he was in fifth grade. You know, mm-hmm. and so we were playing PlayStation or something like that. You know, I always beat him, but mm-hmm. then it's like once that that page turns when he beat me for the first time, I'm like, hold on, what? Yeah. Like you said, let's run it back. Like, no, we're going to do this again. We're not leaving on that kind of note, man. Definitely. You know, it's a different, it's a different taste. It's one thing to lose. It's another thing to lose to your younger brother. Right. You know, so it's bragging rights in the household. So, uh, I know what you mean when it comes to competing, man, especially with, with, with your, your younger brother, man. Antoine, I love you, man. But, uh, (laughs) Golly, like I said, when he started beating me in some games, I knew I had to had to raise <laughs> oh, my yeah. game another level. You For know what I'm sure. saying? So, uh, so your junior year was cut off, basically cut mm-hmm. short because of COVID. You know, your senior year, you dealt with an elbow situation. How have you remained sharp 
not only mentally but physically, you know, as you get ready to, you know, start your first year as a as a freshman. Uh, I think just staying in the gym, yeah. uh, throwing when I could and when I can. Uh, the summer workout program I got from Troy has been very helpful getting ready to go for this fall. But uh, honestly, it was kind of it was rough just to watch everybody play. You know, couldn't really throw much. But uh, just staying in the gym, keeping my body in shape, uh, and that's that's really all I could do. Yeah. You know. How are you feeling as you get ready to go into your fall semester? Good. You feel good? Good. Uh, I've been throwing all this this whole summer, well, majority of it at yeah. least, and I felt good. Uh, and I'm ready to get back into bullpens and uh, get ready for some uh, game live action. But uh, hopefully, you know, everything goes according to plan and we, yeah. we stay healthy this year. So what's the plan for the fall season? Uh, is Do you play some games or how does that work? Uh, at Troy, what's the schedule? Do you have an idea how they normally do the fall semester? Uh, I think practice or scrimmages or st- uh, stuff along those lines will start the 23rd. Okay. We got a text yesterday, and the 23rd was uh, be ready to compete pretty much. So uh, I'm sure we'll work out team workouts and stuff before then, but I think the 23rd is when we, we get going. And I'm not sure about games against other teams, yeah. but I know inter-squad scrimmages mm-hmm. definitely for mm-hmm. sure up until the season uh, in February. Now, speak on the support from your parents, your mom, Heidi, your dad, Nate. Uh, talk about just what they've meant to you, helping you achieve your dreams and goals. Oh, yeah, they're they're everything. You know, everything you see is a direct result of them. Uh, uh, who Who's always at every game? My parents, you know. Mm-hmm. Who's there to tell me I need to do better? Them. Who's there <laughs> to support me when I do good? Is them. And uh, they do the same thing with Evan. You know, they're – Honestly, the best parents I could ask for, and I'm sure Evan would say the same, you know. But I think just the support of having them through the whole recruiting process, uh, my senior year, junior year, really all the way through every game I've ever played. Yeah. Uh, they've never missed a game. Uh, I played football uh, from third grade or fourth grade until my sophomore year. And then my junior year, I played basketball at Dothan High. Never missed a game. Yeah. And they're the same with Evan. Uh, if I have a tournament – Somewhere, and he has one somewhere. I mean, they have to split up, but other than that, they're always there. Man, Heidi, Nate, special people. I'm glad they uh, allowed my guy Dawson Hamilton to come on the show, man. Uh, Yes, we're talking about him getting ready for his freshman season as a Troy Trojan. And, you know, pitching for the Trojans, man, there's uh, other student athletes that that look up to you, man. I know there's younger guys that when they see you, like, man, that's Dawson Hamilton. He's going to be pitching at Troy University, you know. So if you could give some advice, some encouraging words to some of the younger student athletes, even your brother Evan, who will be going into a sophomore year, what are some things that you would tell them, man? You know, take advantage of the time you have. Yeah, Don't yeah. take it for granted yeah, is yeah. what I should have said because uh, obviously it can be snapped. It took away from you in a second with COVID, our junior year, well, my junior year, and my senior year not really able to play. It can be taken from you just like that. And so uh, definitely, definitely uh, take the time you have and do the best with it you can, you know. Uh I think uh, truly working towards what you want to do. You know, there's days you don't want to do stuff, you don't want to throw, work out. But, I mean, those are the days you got you to gotta buckle down and, and do it for sure.
Man, my God, Dawson Hamilton, man. I truly appreciate you uh, coming through the sweet spot, man. And Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely enjoyed having you on the show. You know, I'm super proud of you, man, and I'm not, the, I'm not the only one here in the Wiregrass area. We're going to be cheering for you, man. I plan on coming to games to come check Absolutely. you out, man. And, Definitely. Uh, Grayson Stewart, another guy mm-hmm. from here, man, that I, that I know very well as a member of the Trojans uh, team as well. So, uh, man, just keep doing what you're doing. Keep grinding. Keep working hard. And, you know, we got, your, we got your back, man, for real. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. I've been looking forward to get on here for a little while. So, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. You. Man, I appreciate you. Like I said, your support, whether it's, you know, you coming on or you just tuning in and listening to an episode that I put out that week. So, it means a lot to me, man. There's a, hard, a lot of hard work. My guy, Broxton Gannon, here producing here in the studio with me, man. So, it's a lot of people that, that's been a part of this process. And it's a lot that goes into each episode. So, man, like I said, I thank you for for all the love and support. I really do, man. Absolutely. Thank you for sure for having me on here. I really appreciate it. You've been listening to Dawson Hamilton, right-handed pitcher, former member of the Dothan Wolves baseball team, as he prepares for his freshman season with the Troy Trojans. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than thinking about retirement. But if you think your retirement deserves more attention, I can help. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Greg Wakefield. Stop by our office at 5630 West Main Street in Dothan. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Care Animal Center is a local business partner at The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Their goal has always been to assemble a team that is dedicated to providing quality veterinary services for their clients' pets. Care Animal Center offers surgical, dental, medical, and pet wellness programs for that furry member of the family. Their website is careanimal.net. Care Animal Center, 3454 West Main Street in Dothan, 334-794-6333. Attorney Kaz Espy is a proud supporter of The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Kaz has experience in both federal and state courts regarding a wide range of civil matters. Specializing in bankruptcy, debt resolution, probate, and estate planning, Kaz listens to the concerns of his clients, understanding their individual needs. Attorney Kaz Espy, phone 334-793-6288 or online at espymetcalf.com. No representation is made that the quality of legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Pinch a Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa is the introduction sponsor for The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. More than just a full-service pool and supply company, they offer backyard entertainment options like big green eggs, clear light infrared saunas, and patio furniture. Locally owned and operated by Jason and Amy Sharp. Pinch a Penny Pool Patio and Spa, 1435 Westgate Parkway in Dothan. Our phone, 334-671-POOL. Welcome back to The Sweet Spot, sponsored by Pinch a Penny Pool Patio and Spa. Special thanks to my guy Dawson Hamilton for swinging through the sweet spot, taking a few minutes to talk about his career, talk about his growth and development as a pitcher as he prepares for his first season as a college student athlete. I mean, if you see this guy, he looks like a pitcher. Every bit of 6'4", great build, great stature. The Trojans are getting an amazing talent on the mound, an awesome guy off of it as well. Like I said, Heidi, Nate, they've done an excellent job with, with my guy Dawson. Watch out for the younger son, Evan, as he's getting ready for his sophomore season for the Dothan Wolves as well. And you know what? He's a pitcher too. So uh, those Hamilton bloodlines are running deep, definitely when it comes to being on the hill on the baseball diamond. 
For more content, subscribe to Corey Bradley Sports. Once you search Corey Bradley Sports, you will see the Sweet Spot logo. And after you subscribe, you will receive notification anytime new content is uploaded. The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Google Podcasts as well. And always remember, there's nothing better than being in the Sweet Spot.